One, two, three, four. In this podcast, you will be here. Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader. Includes, but is not led to. Talk of Star Wars, not Reagan's. We can't truly prepare for the jump that follows this song. But hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of they are divided For equal, sequel, hate, and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired And their time is up So here's the Knights of Vader Impressive Most impressive a big thank you to Anspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is September 6, 2023. My name is Zach Weber, and joining me today is Chris... I am alive, and that's more than some people can say. Okay. And we have Joe. Hello. And we have Grand Admiral Zanger. Yes, yes. Spoiler alert, they're on their way to get me. (laughs) And last but not least, we have Russ. Hey, you have no power. So far, Russ, is there any good audio clips from this that you think you could steal for uh, the soundboard? Uh, I was thinking about it. I know there was one in particular towards the end of this episode. I don't know, uh, at least a part four. But yeah, I got to keep my ears open a little more for that. Uh, it, it, but it sometimes it comes a little more organically. We're like, oh, wow. I don't think anything has stood out to be so ridiculous yet, but I'm sure there's something there. Nothing like he's going to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that clunky yet. He's trying to eat me. <laughs> we'll know when they, when they happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's worth it. That took a season or two to get there. Okay, that was the end of the first season. I thought that was season two for some no, reason. No, that's that's with him, uh, Big Whiskey, and the Healing Factor, like the day before the Rise of Skywalker came out. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, like that. literally the day before. You know what? These shows are so great. It's not like they blend together in just one <laughs> fever dream. Man, Zanger's just spitting truth over here. All right, so <laughs> so we're here to discuss parts three and four of Ahsoka. Where we left off, I kind of have no memory of where chapter two ends other than just recapping the events of Rebels. I do know that part three begins with we have a, uh, them going to investigate the Super Star Destroyer engine and we have a space battle, which is kind of neat. And then they land the ship and that's it for 30 minutes. Like that is pretty much what? Am I wrong, Chris, in uh, condensing it to that? No, but you know, you just have to marvel at the incompetence of uh, of uh, Shin and 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 the boys uh, in their fighters, because like you know, not only do they numerous times disable Ahsoka's ship and not finish it off, but then after it lands in secrecy, they literally fly directly over it and don't notice it. It's really just a marvel, you know. Like they look up between the trees and you see the two fighters just fly right over top of it. Those fools, you know, it's a real shame. The leaves I mean, were it's not. Sorry, go ahead, Joe. The leaves were red and the ship was red. It's camouflage. Uh, what can you do? You know what? Thanks, Joe. I, I, you, you, you took the words out of my mouth, literally. That's what I was going to say. If they, if they only out. knew how close they were, you know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> See, well, yeah, Jedi it's... mind trick through the comm links, okay? If you can comm link Jedi mind tricks, you can pull it off. Has it ever been explained how in the Phantom Menace they were able to land in the Naboo forest and they weren't tracked? No, same, yes. I guess the same way. <laughs> I guess it's, the Moidians weren't force users. So they were just it, like, there was no blockade at that point. It was just one droid control ship. But Yeah, so you just go to the other side and you, they don't see you. You take the long way around? <laughs> no, it, no, you, you guys, it's a chrome ship. It reflects everything. They just look yeah, down and be like, oh, go. man, it looks like the sky's down there. It's like the SR-71. Oh, it caught a glare or something. It's like, yeah. Mm, All right. So I sh- does anybody have anything uh, provocative, potent to say about part three or should we just delve into what aired this mor- uh, last night? Well, we got um, we, we got Maruk speaking for the first time. Yes, that that that, 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 that definitely piqued my interest. I was like, oh, interesting. He speaks or it speaks. They whatever the thing speaks. He was and, flying um, too, right? Yeah, he can fly a ship. They can fly ship. They, they fly, fly now. Ship. Yeah, yeah, they fly now. <laughs> That's um, real interesting. What an oddly practical thing to do as a non-entity. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not there yet. 
It's a we, we, we are we are in the moment right now. Stop jumping ahead, Chris. We are thinking until we get to that point because I, I I had stuff going through my mind. I want to walk everyone through how I got got there, and you know what? In the end, it was the friends we made along the way. Is he? Is he like that? Is he like that guy in uh, Hellboy? What is comprised of mist? But once, if the mist escapes his little chamber, he's just dead because he like dissipated. Sand. I thought it was sand. I don't know. There's like a guy. In that's there. two different ones. You have that's from the first movie. Zanger. Chris <laughs> is referencing the Seth MacFarlane character from the second one. Oh, oh, that's like made no, of wait. vapor. No wait, the, the the guy in the first one's blood is sand, or something. Yeah. It has something to do with like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Underrated movies. Especially yeah, due know. to the other one that came out. Never trust a man what made a gas. We mm. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh, and we get the first on screen of Jason Sandula. Okay, yes, that is legit. We should discuss that he has the green hair, but the skin is nowhere near as orange as it needs to be. Mm. That was at the end of uh, part two, guys. But now, but you know, no, like, you know, keep up. Yeah, it was. It's all good. It's fine. You know, okay. Are people, okay. Are people, okay. Are people I'm, excited I'm, about Jason Sandula? Because like, oh I man, think I'm just something here. Just ravenous. Just everyone is just losing it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just like you know. It makes you. I remember. I remember. Like, we're, we're, I mean, might as well get to the point here. Like, you know, in in part three, uh, the the omnipotent council of the new republic decides that ahsoka is not allowed to go help uh sorry um hera is not allowed to go help ahsoka so what happens is she goes to help her anyways and even steals five or six x-wings to go along with her so ending up like completely disregarding orders and like using uh new republic resources excuse me one to rebel always a rebel she went rogue yeah she is Rebellions yeah. are built on hope. Yeah, throwing yep. out, all, throwing out all, all yep. the platitudes. And, and as Chris. you know, and as you know, the New Republic has five or six X-wing fighter pilots. So uh, Kim's convenience is among them because he's one of the five. And um, I don't know exactly how this relates to his Mando season three appearances since they take place congruently. But I think he was just prior hanging out at the bar with Zeb, who's not interested that his best friends are in life or death but situations. To be fair, Zeb is I'm not uh, seeing a any Jason, by Zeb the way, is a B-wing end. pilot, though. To, let's be fair. He's dressed like a B-wing pilot. I don't think he would have gone on that attack. They didn't need a bomber for that kind of attack. B-wings but you yeah. got to say, you got to. Uh, I mean, Y-wing. My bad. My okay. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, but. Uh, I there was a Rogue green Squadron. Greedo. There was a green Greedo pilot, a green Rodian pilot that I don't. I mean, we might have seen this guy milling around. I don't, definitely have not seen this guy flying an X-wing before. I liked him. I just and he died immediately. Right. Yes, I was just so excited. I'm like, finally, <laughs> they've done it. He's here, and they've died immediately. I don't think any of those guys are dead. You watch that back, like they just sort of get like. EMP'd like I'm not one of those X-wings gets like utterly disintegrated. Yes, they like, do. Like, two of them run, I will. Two of them find really out. run into each other. Like, they collide and they know. like like evaporate. I don't Dude, think just, any of those they just hit their parachutes. It's space. No, they're all those guys are all good. Those guys are all good. Okay, I'm just gonna rip the band-aid off right now. Sure. Um episode four of Ahsoka is what the sequel trilogy should have been. This is like wow. the greatest Star Wars things I've had since like Ultron Luke Skywalker. Like, I love my Rise of Skywalker. This was incredible. I want more of this. This is what the sequel trilogy should have been. This. You know I'm what? happy. I, I want all of it. Give me I, more. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think I would agree with you about anything today, but, like, <laughs> I, I suppose that comment is innocuous enough because, like, I want, those, those might as well be erased from existence. That's fair enough. But, like... No, that's but, also oh, an objectively God. wrong statement. <laughs> I love my Rise of Skywalker. Don't you I'm dare fine. take it away from me. But I I don't know. Yeah, like, but I guess for me, it's just like they seem like they're doing a lot of milling around and like we're halfway through the season. They, you know, we got two episodes of the of the the Red Forest because those because Shin's not very good at just watching where Ahsoka parks. Why are my subtitles in Japanese? That's the really prescient <laughs> question. Hell of a non sequitur right there. <laughs> No, I'm I'm watching, and yeah, there's no confirmed like explosion. You might not be at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay, you mean right. the X-wings? Yeah, none of them like explode into pieces. Yes, they do. Two of them literally no, crash into each other and explode. You don't see them explode. Like, yes, yeah, we but, do. 
Are we watching I, a different edit of this? I'm watching it right now. I'm going to watch it again. twice today there as I was five. drooling. There is five. Hold on. Humming increasing. <laughs> Troy chattering. Subtitles are in English now. Systems yeah, igniting. Pilots extinguished. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach no one dies in this show. Not even yes, they, not even Joe X Wing pilot. Not yes, even, they do. He wrote, Green Rodian dies. Russ even said yeah, it. He dies. And the guy who plays the Mandalorian is the actor, not uh, Pedro Pascal. Is uh, the other one? They collide oh, into each other. All right. Here's the jump. All right. Jump frame by frame. Act to the left. All right. All right. And they hit. Screaming, one's flying around. There's screaming, a tentacle floating through space. Flying through space yeah. on fire somehow. All right. But yes, you guys- yeah, you never see any of them completely blow up. Yeah, they're and- just on fire, floating around in space. Yo, you remember that time in the in the Empire Strikes Back when an asteroid hits a Tie Fighter and you literally see the flaming body of the Tie Fighter pilot tumbling? Or, through yeah, space? you see it completely explode, completely explode. Not whatever this is. Yeah, they're all which, safe, Zach. Which I gotta Get say, ready makes, for that next week. Makes it even more impressive that Ahsoka can walk out onto the spaceship in space and have a lightsaber battle in space. Now, I know it's it's one of those things that's hard to say, like, wow, we've never seen anything like this before. But it's like, yeah, oh, we the clone, the, yeah, well, the Clone Wars exist. I know. All the cartoons, I'm talking live action, so it's a hard line to, to pull. No one ever... Yeah. I know that was a concept, even for Rey, to be on top of an X-Wing or to use a lightsaber while piloting a ship or being on a ship using it and seeing that concept in live action was pretty cool. Exactly. And you know, you remember what, t- Ooh, what happened? Body. You remember what happened when I, uh, when I home one sized star cruiser went to hyperspace through, through a star destroyer, you know, but these, 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 uh, these X-wings are a okay. They're because not it, okay. They, They're literally. Do we need to sit there, share the screen? I just watched it, Zach. And so did I. You never see any of the them only, completely explode. Okay, you go take an X-wing up to space and All sit right, there and watch it, it and, and sit there have a giant like donut that can go into like different like universes, fly you right through, through the donut you. hole. Yes, the giant donut hole in the sky. I'm not letting this go. Like, no. <laughs> oh, don't two, worry. It literally has a shot of the ghost with two X This is the it. hill we die on today. <laughs> I I will. We got up the hole there. <laughs> well, the audience will know the truth by the time this comes out. <laughs> I think they way. will. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm good. Well, I mean, obviously, Kim's Convenience is alive. So, well, what do you do, What was the big debate this week on the episode, guys? Oh, you know, who was Miracle? Well, Where it, do we think it's going? No, it was whether freaking some obviously safe X Wing pilots are safe or not. Wise, deceit, deception. All right. We're starting Greedo Pilot Watch 2023 every episode. <laughs> we got to see. <laughs> is, is he okay? It's relevant because it underscores the fact that literally no one died in this episode. That's they, my point. Oh my god! Does this? Are you one of those person until we see the flaming corpse? Yes, every time you see the flaming corpse in the Empire Strikes Back when the <laughs> Tie Fighter gets hit by the asteroid. But um, but you know, the, okay, but that's that's fine. Maybe maybe two of the unnamed characters died. I'll give you that, Zach. Probably not uh, John Wayne's son because they wouldn't do that to him. They want him to have more cameos, just like Cowboy Hat Man and Kim's Convenience. So maybe the Rodian died, and that's it, maximum. But like, <laughs> are we? Are, do do we all sort of think that uh, like M- Merrick is basically Maroc. Darth Nihilus? He's basically a Darth Nihilus. Why do you keep saying by like another that? name? Right? It's Maruk, isn't it? Maruk. Darth Malik. Eric, Zach's yeah, Zach's. Seen. We're always talking about different things. Yeah, well, the, no, Zach's, Zach's acting how like Lawrence Kasdan and J.J. Abrams were when they were asked about uh, Darth Plagueis. They're like Darth Who? Vegas. Darth Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how about uh, how about Darth Mo- Moman? Zach is this is America a Darth Moman? No, like, he's what is night, he? he's Night Sister magic. He's the same thing yeah. as Savage Press. It's green yep. vapor. That like he's being re he's a reanimated corpse. So yeah. is he even a, so like they just had a like a dead 
uh, Inquisitor line or out somewhere? I don't know. That's the great thing. They answered. They answered the question of who he was by giving us another question. It's exactly what Star Wars should be. And we never put it. We know he's okay. So we know they get up to that kind of nonsense already. So it doesn't seem too far out of the realm because he was pretty weak in in the long. That's a good point. So before he died, I just want to say, went through it. I'm like, well, it can't be somebody that already knows Ahsoka. It can't be because there's been no banter, no nothing, no anything. So I'm like, it can't be any established people that's done that. Can't be the dumb Kanan Jarrus or whatever theory of like they brought him back. So I'm like, that'd just be dumb on itself and lazy. It can't be Ezra because what what are we doing here? So I'm like, it's obviously the friends we made along the way because he just got cut open. The interesting thing about that is like there was there is some like third tier inquisitor that sort of looks like him that people were like, well, it could it kind of looks like him, but he died prior. So it can't be him. So it kind of probably is that character because there's an inquisitor. What has like a medieval knight mask? I'm, I'm telling you, it's just. It's just which witchy magic. Well, I think this just kind of gives hope to a, a theory that maybe the Knights of Ren can come back. Zach, think about that. If you can bring back random inquisitors and in, in, in underlings and hand people to do stuff, that, that we might get to finally learn more about the, our favorite Knights of Ren. Nobody cares. Excuse me. One person on this call cares and maybe the world. Yeah. I don't know. I think the whole thing with, with what's his name, Iraq, Merrick, whatever we're going to call him today, is that it, be- it was becoming like almost Snoke levels for the last week. And they, they nipped it in the butt, which which is nice. It's Again, they nipped it in the butt without making it stupid. Like, oh, he was just like Joe Inquisitor. from like Because like, I know in the Rebels season two finale, there's like the Joe Inquisitor that's with, oh, God, the – oh, God, what, the fifth? No, seventh brother. I forget. Whatever the one. You mean the jobber? Just gets Sarah Michelle Geller was there. Seventh sister. Yeah. Sure. Fifth brother. Yeah. There's yeah. Joe Inquisitor with them, and then he kind of like that's the one where he has the uh, oh god the Inquisitor lightsaber helicopter blade, and like yes. Darth Maul like breaks it, and he just like flies away, and it just drops out on him, and he does like a great like goofy as he goes like plummeting to his death. <laughs> I think that's the thing. He like America's meant to be a generic inquisitor, and clearly he has he did not survive the events of the Galactic Civil War. He was just again, it's go look at any of the Clone Wars Night Sister stuff. Like he's literally a reanimated corpse. He survives yeah, yeah. after Maul like impales him. And he's a throwback like, like the Emperor. It's their way of keeping like that whole Empire Sith uh, appearance vibe look going still. Like we got to bring these guys back. We're not making new ones, you know. We got to take the old ones. Which we I think also should be something. So let's use it again. So if Morgan went to hyperspace before he died, would he have just like poofed into nothing because she went out of Bluetooth range? No, it's the same thing that happened to Savage Opress. It was because Mother Talzin's dead by the time uh, the Emperor goes after Maul and him. It's okay. like if like, again, it's like space, <laughs> it's, like like witch right. magic. Like yeah, it's, he's it's some more, artifacts. He's not been uh, really some, defined in some you know orifice is some Sith Wayfinder thing that is, is keeping him going, or some, or some night night sister amulet. I'm just gonna point this out. Zach has given me the greatest out. For when someone asks me about this, I can be like, oh, obviously, you must not have watched whatever season of Rebels that is. Clone Wars. Wars. And then just be, <laughs> just be really hoity-toity about it to them. But like, and, it, just, and just so they know, don't ever ask me again about this stuff. Well, explain. Okay, Chris, because I think you're the only one who other else played Jedi Survivor. Explain half the stuff that like Night Sister Marin oh, does no, like during that whole Jedi sequence where you're literally just a teleporting by the Imperial like excavator. Like ex- she's define that. Yeah, she's basically the silver surfer and it's the best part of the game. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff that like they're going into with the whole Night Sisters thing that they're not really just like – like, oh, God, they're not hitting it on the head on purpose, which is nice for contemporary Star Wars. Yeah, and it keeps the magic, uh, magical elements that, you know, it's like a, the Force can exist and surely there's different ways to use it. So I cheer it and stuff like that was interesting. Like People that aren't Jedis but are doing magical stuff and they're not uh, – they're space wizards they, in a way. They're more space witch doctors. Oh, wait a second. Kind of cool. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. 
We missed something in three. Anyone oh, can be a Jedi. Also, anyone can be impaled. But we discussed that yeah. last week. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. The whole, the whole, like, it being pointed out that, like, the Force is not, like, the thing you need. Well, Sorry. it is, and that's wrong. But they're, you know, they're high on their own product. You're wrong. Hugh Yang survived the entire Jedi Order, but he forgot what midichlorians were and doesn't talk about them. Good. Maybe it was just weird programming, or maybe it was just one of those, you know, weird buzzwords. That was something else Dooku erased in the records, with, along with, <laughs> along with uh, our, our, our favorite water buddies. He's essentially He essentially tells Sabine twice that she has no midichlorians, but he doesn't use that word. <laughs> Thank God he does. If he said midichlorians, I would have gotten up and, and used the force myself prove a point also like how dumb is sabine am i right like she's really so annoying and makes the wrong choice 100 percent of the time yeah so like, talk positively <laughs> i need i need positivity back these negative nancy's with their negativity and not enjoying a show i love sabine in this like sabine feels like an actual character as opposed yeah. to even how part four begins it begins with the thing i said last week where it literally starts with ahsoka with her back to the camera someone approaches her she turns halfway to the camera does like a raised eyebrow and then has this very empty retort and i'm just like Man, they're really leaning into the stoic Ahsoka thing. Because even I went back and rewatched a couple of Rebels episodes today with her, and she's not as stoic in that. Like, she's not the Clone Wars, like, because, hey, watch it, Sky Guy. It's not that level. But at Thank least God. She's, she's animated. Like, the, the performances, the voice acting, it's not the Rosario Dawson thing. Like, it was so nice in this when, like, she sees Shin walk up while she's fighting Balin, and she's like, Sabine. And, like, we see her actually get to emote and be like, so I'm guessing it's not Rosario Dawson. It's probably whoever's directing her to be that stoic. Well, you know, a lot of, uh, a, lot of a little bit of green stuff going on with directors in this show. But, uh, but, but. Like literally, us in the earlier episodes, Ahsoka's like, "Nah, I don't know if I want Sabine whole hanging onto this map." Sabine finally gets her hands on the map, immediately gives it to Balin. You know, it's almost like Ahsoka was <laughs> was right <laughs> about not letting Sabine out of her no, sight with I, that map. I'm gonna go. Okay, this is I think a point of the show. This goes back to everything Rebels related. I went back also and rewatched the World Between Worlds episodes of uh, Rebels. It's relevant. Yes, because cowboy hat man nonsense. And when Ezra pulls her out and we have that moment where like he goes up to the portal, that's the Kanan one. And then like Palpatine shows up and Palpatine starts like speaking in tongues. Great Star Wars moment, 10 out of 10. And as they're running away and they have to go like go down different paths, um, he Ezra tells Ahsoka, find me. And as they're running, she goes, I promise I'll find you. And she jumps back in. I think that's going to be the whole like turning point for Ahsoka in this is that she's become kind of so divorced from attachment from just anything and it's gonna be the Sabine's the one it's gonna be, again, it's gonna be a little bit hokey if I had to guess but it's gonna be the thing of oh Sabine taught me something and that we have to it's the attachments that make us who are who we are the so, idea of destroying the map again they're gonna find a way to throw on one way or another destroying the map is just impeding them momentarily to do something out of Oh God, it's the Rose Tico thing. We win by saving what we love, not destroying what we hate. So what you're saying, Zach, is the only way they can they can succeed is with the friends they Yes. It's almost as if made. four seasons of Rebels was literally about just that. No, I was well, didn't Ahsoka also die uh, at one point and was is brought back and is almost no. maybe not that's the world, the world between worlds thing. Well, that's where it gets cowboy hat man kind of. Murky. She has life force of one of the uh, one of the Mortis, you know, from that whole thing. Mm, yeah, but that like no. Mortis is so like oh god, like ethereal. You can't even. It's hard to define that in the grand scheme of Star Wars. Sometimes yeah, the owl thought. follows her around. Sometimes not. Yes. Oh, it has been in this series. Yeah. Give it time. Give it time. It's like aliens in uh, aliens in South Park. You go, like, oh, look, I saw an owl back there. Look, there's one behind. I, I just want to point out that this whole podcast 
It's about the friends we made along the way. Oh man! But okay, so uh, here's okay. Here's here's my here's my real my real problem, guys. Okay, your 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 only problem. Not enough murder X-wing pilots. How is it that for, first of all, zero is a number. Like, so he pushes he pushes her off a cliff, and she that kills her. Wow! No, no. Do we see a body? Exactly. Thank you, Zanger. No, you. She's dead because of what Anakin says. She's dead. But is that Anakin? <laughs> he doesn't have the scar. <laughs> no, Anakin's like, huh? You weren't supposed to die yet. It's pretty much what he says. Okay, so he doesn't have the scar, and also the Vader twing at the end. So, like, is it is so? But are we to are we so? Is this like? Are we to understand that any of these Jedi who have like? learned how to survive death they just end up on the this like weird halo it's, bridge it's, no that's the world between worlds is not a force ghost world between worlds is somebody some more bse but then how come anakin's talking like he's been loitering there and because and, because it's the same thing that happened again go back and re i tell everybody not just chris go back and re-watch those world between worlds episodes so how did she get in there because he had to go to a physical place to get in there before it's, i we're probably gonna find it out next week it's actually Palpatine tricking her. You know, why not? From Exegol? Sure, Hooked up to the, the giant Kuka arm. Just. So, so basically what you're saying is she's going to, her and Anakin are going to jump out of it and then the rest of the series is going to be like a buddy cop movie where they just like no, blast everybody. No, not, not, no, something, <laughs> this is the thing. Like Zenger said, there's something weirdly off about him between the, just the expression, the lack of scar, even the lightsaber. If I was trying to zoom in on the lightsaber, saying the lightsaber looks weird. And this goes into like I don't want to delve into some of the rumors I've read for this, but the whole oh, no, point, delve into them afterwards. Well, the again, ever since Rise of Skywalker, and like we pretty much like gave away the entire movie. Like, oh look at how stupid this plot is, and then fast forward to December 2019, we're like, oh, like we pretty much gave the plot away on the podcast in August. Um, no, the whole idea of the world between worlds is that you go into the like a portal opens up either intentionally or not. Again, back in Rebels, it's the thing of. Um, Ezra like gets the mortise painting on the Lethal Jedi temple to like move. It's a little circular pattern of wolves because why wouldn't it be? Uh-huh. And he's able to walk into it. What it's probably – if I had to guess, and this is my own conjecture, is that it's probably alluding to at some point during the Clone Wars or pre-Anakin Skywalker becoming a child murderer, he probably walked into something like this if it's not some sort of dark side illusion and was probably in there momentarily, much like the Ezra Ahsoka thing from the end of Rebels. It's the idea that like you can't – it's it's the whole thing where Ahsoka explains to Ezra about Kanan. You can't just pull him out to save him because then the rest of the ghost crew would be dead because it's Kanan's sacrifice that makes them live another day. You so, can't pull Anakin out of where he is. That's – again, they're, they're – mingling is going to stay in that plane it's literally a world between worlds it's a it's a star wars pork uh, purgatory almost it's not force or, ghost plane of existence so he's not going to appear as a, a force ghost you don't think i want he might show up as that but that's to be determined he is listed in the um subtitles as mysterious voice okay it that definitely too. says vader theme plays and yes zach is right there's something off about the lightsaber I, but there's something more off about him not having a scar that too over his eye that's it, very apparent. It, they kind of were guilty. Uh, they were a little bit guilty of uh, of Rogue wanting this ending right here, where it, you you know it, it was. If I think you could have done a lot better. It looks so rushed and so crappy on screen. Like when you see his face, it's just jarring. Like oh, we just saw you. You don't what? Ah, like it looked like a, almost like a Snapchat filter or something over his face. It didn't look natural. Russ, it's like if they forced you to wear like something you wore on your last day of high school and put your hair cut the exact same way. That's what they're he doing to this guy. like that in high school. That's the scale of what we're talking about here. They're like, wear your exact costume from 20 years ago and dance, monkey. And we're not even going to CGI <laughs> you that much. Okay. Um, fantastic visual aside. We all use all the good CGI. Zenger, I have an idea for you. What oh, if... God. Because in canon, we don't know how Anakin got his scar. Like there's the infamous Jorge Lucas quote of when somebody did ask him how he got it. He goes, I don't know, getting out of the tub one day. 
Like that's all like that's all we right, Chris? That's like his what his official like on like on the record comment on the scar. We had a canon reason. It was in that. It was well that was never canon. I thought that was a space lion and he used his lightsaber to get it to go (laughs) back and it hit him. Oh God, how did that happen? But Zenger, what if the reason? What if because think about when we when the Clone Wars TV show begins, Mm. he already has the scar. What if this is an Anakin between the events of Attack of the Clones in the beginning of the Clone Wars? What if this is him pre-Scar? This is dumb. This is so dumb. This is so dumb that they could do it. And I wanted to make a reference, but I forgot who Scar was. I think there's a Star Wars character. Or he just looks however he wants, or it's not even him and it doesn't matter. It's not him. I don't know, man. Like it's it's Palpatine tricking her because Palpatine didn't pay enough attention to Anakin and know that he had a scar. <laughs> he got everything right except for the face. I don't remember much before the mask part. I, he looked like this. He's a young boy. He's still recharging in Valhalla at this point in time. He's not able to participate. He could be muddling and stuff. He muddles in things, cloning. Oh, very fast, very dangerous. Yeah, could be Luke. Wait, wait, wait a second. Is there definitive evidence that the crew from Rogue One isn't in the world between worlds just sitting there waiting? At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yes. No one is truly ever gone. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. Sorry, that one and then you. the nuclear blast wipes them out. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but seriously, you know, but like the main thing to keep in mind here is at least Balin has proved that he's just better at lightsaber fighting than Ahsoka. Balin won that fight, so hopefully they get a rematch and Balin just wins again because he he's only won because she burned his hand or she burned her hand. Yeah, that's called losing. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Fair, fair. I concede that point. But no, Balin. Yeah. Like, I have to ask. Like, I know we touched upon it last week. What but are they? Shin, Shin has to be his daughter, right? Like there is that age gap there and that level of just it, it has to be. There's no way because it's just it doesn't feel like obviously it's master and apprentice, but it feels yeah. deeper than that. I think you're right just because he never he's never like outright like rude to her and he doesn't put her in situations where he thinks she's actually going to die. So like that's probably you're probably onto something there. Just and he hasn't was- flirted with her, which would be the obvious thing any man <laughs> would do in her presence. So, oh, yeah, no. that's a very good point. Yeah. It's always Morgan who's saying, eh, send her to go do the dangerous thing. It's never him. Yeah. Because it's his apprentice. Well, even looking at just like how his like his posture and how he fights, there's something very like medieval about him that we've never seen in live action Star Wars before. And I have to wonder, like, if we look at how Mark died, is there a chance that these are just, I don't know, Zanger, I'm just, I'm I'm trying to do a different pronunciation each time, whatever. Um, considering that they're flying around in an old Clone Wars era Jedi shuttle, is there a chance that they're also some form of just, I don't want to say reanimated corpse, but just they are some, I don't know, ooga booga magic, like Jedi's just like somehow sustaining their existence? You think they give them some kind of messed up appearance, though, where they, you know, Star Wars isn't very, you know, low key. They're about obviously that. using the force, though, and interacts completely. Th- that beard separate. is way too healthy for a dead yeah. guy. It looks too and, good, too impressive. And remember, Shin was Shin was like genuinely surprised by uh, Dust Man being finished off. So, like, you know, if she was all if she was like equally like non corporeal, she probably wouldn't have been as bothered by that. But um. Yeah, Wait, no, I don't but, think it's that. But my thing is that, like, what what are Balin and Shin getting out of all this? We'll find out on probably next next week's episode. That's my thing. Is that, like, why are they so? Like, clearly, he he has great reverence for the Jedi, even though he clearly does not consider himself to be one. You and know what he's gonna be? He's just he's doing this for a reason, but very reluctantly. Great Jedi. He's gonna officially be like, I'm a gray Jedi, and everyone in the theater will stand up and clap. Well, speaking of that, did you hear that the next episode's going to be like in 10 IMAX theaters like across the country? Yes, because it's just going to be it's it's going to be a ton of wolves running across the screen the entire goddamn time. Filoni's going to have his hat today. Pass You're also going to see James for that Kirk. One, boy. You're yeah, see get some money. Jean-Luc Picard and Guinan and Dr. Soren from Star Trek Generations because they're in the Nexus ribbon. 
and they're going to be able to sit there and go back to any more point in time that they want. Yep. Ahsoka's going to go back there. Yeah, she's going to go back five minutes before she got killed by Balin, and she's going to be like, I'm on this side of you now, Balin. Psych, stab. No, she's going to go back, and she's going to try to stop Anakin from becoming Vader. She's going to stop. She's going to mess up the timeline. Don't touch the order. That's how we get the sequel trilogy. You got to wait for the. You got to wait for it to cool before you touch it. She's gonna go to Hoth and get get a get a bucket of ice to put the thing in. Oh, no, Hoth gonna make is a up. jungle planet now in the strange new reality that we've uh, created. Be something if she goes through all of the the prequel trilogy and the, the original trilogy, and then she goes to the sequel trilogy and she just starts making a mess. That'd be awesome. She so, and then, pushes yeah. the thing into the Death Star, like yeah. and, you know. You sit there, and it's gonna be like. Avengers Endgame style. Yeah. Oh, no. She's ruined it. She's yeah, go Avengers get, is not allowed to ruin other things. There's a lot, a lot of fighting in this, uh, lightsaber fighting in this episode with very little Solid. consequences. Yeah, but it, it, aesthetically, yes, yes, yes. But like four people, you know, four people and they have numerous disputes and like no one even like Ahsoka like got her hand singed slightly and then sure you could say she died, but she's just going to be popping back up in about two seconds. So it's like, Really, there's no, like, you know, it's like we were talking about after part two. Like, Sabine gets stabbed by a lightsaber. Totally fine. These guys don't even actually hit each other at any point. And it's like, they literally want to kill each other. They're in a life or death situation. They're firing off the big space ring. And, like, hmm. it's just all good. Even when Ahsoka, like, throws Shin, it's like, how about you use that massive kinetic force energy, you know, to just, you know, do something, try, try something a little more fatal so she doesn't just get up in two minutes. But it's not a life or death situation. And, I, you know, it's hard to believe their actions. Like, no one seems like they're ever at risk of anything. And I especially feel that way about annoying Kanan Jr. being on the ghost because you just know he just armor upgrades that ship to like, he, he, you know, he's on there. That thing's not even getting a dent. It's fine. You know, he's well, yeah, they the can't risk on there. It up again. I like did the razor crest. They can't risk it. They wanted to just signal to all the Haslab backers. We're not going <laughs> to blow it up next episode because the boy's on there. So you're fine. You can order it. With that's closing, like as we speak, I think in two and a half hours, yeah. yeah, and we'll throw him in with it if we have to. God dang it, <laughs> just just please don't don't cancel this one. Yeah, crazy. I don't know, but you know, you know what I mean. It's like the, you brought the annoying kid to like the to, to he like. He doesn't the, do anything. Like he's just yes, is he plot armor? But he doesn't do anything offensive. Kill the kid. He feels Serious. things. That's his thing. I, you know what he's gonna do? It's it's gonna be like in the book. He's force sensitive, and he's going to be able to find a way to Ezra, and that's basically why he's there. Joe, Joe, come on, man! Did you not what? watch Spoilers. two weeks ago episodes? Everybody's force sensitive, and also not exactly. But he's the one that's going to be able to find Ezra because he's going to. It makes me realize how awkward like a live action Bad Batch would be. It's like, could you get the kid out of the gunfire, please? Like, jeez. Well, she's got a little crossbow. She's fine. Like, leave her Chris, you already got that. It's called, it's called the Battle of Feed in the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Well, and he's hiding that ship. But I stay in that cockpit. That stay in the cockpit in R two, and that's. Yeah. Speaking of awkward. I did see a post where somebody thought the kid with the broom was um, Marook. And I'm like, oh that's, boy. that's in the future. <laughs> He's not even born yet. Yeah, I was like, God dang it. <laughs> Do people not realize when these take place? I swear there needs to be an explanation up front. They should just have Zach explain it. Like they you should start get copies of that. That timeline's books owe me like $25 now. Like everybody should get a copy of that. It should come what, with every Star Wars Disney Plus subscription. Here is your coffee table book that is three inches thick. Please read through it beforehand. You will certainly have questions by the end it of the It will episode. help you before you ask questions online. And you Don't go up, ask your nerdy friend. You brought up Disney Plus. Did you guys notice that there is something coming out on Friday called the uh, Anakin and Ahsoka uh, Disney Plus special Jedi relationship bonding buddies or something. There is some new thing coming out this Friday. They wanted to wait till this episode came out, but I don't know if it's some kind of new footage or it is a compilation of their relationship throughout the Clone Wars until now. I think they are doing one of those explainer compilations for Anakin and Ahsoka. It's coming out Friday. 
I showed this uh, fourth episode to my girlfriend in the amount of context I had to provide that still did not help this go down smoothly was bonkers. Like you have to explain Rebels. In order to explain Rebels, you need to explain Clone Wars. In order to explain Clone Wars, you have to explain like how Darth Maul was able to survive exactly. the Phantom Menace. No, 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 no. And you're telling me that's not even Anakin is what you're telling me. And that's going to go over yeah. real well with the dummies. The normies, no, 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 no. I'm not arguing about the normies. They're a lost cause in all this. Like one thing I keep seeing in like fan stuff, like the professional fandom, is that like the phrase, "I don't know how the live action only people are going to handle this." It's like you don't say at this point. They're like, "Who are these characters?" Like if you've never watched any Rebels, you're looking at Sabine. You're like, "Why she's taking off her helmet?" Like it's just those people are losing their mind right now. So She's in the wrong I, show. <laughs> I do want to point out that the actual conversation Zach was having was, no, he's a pointless character. He just turned to dust. Why do we care so much about who he is? Maruk. No, we shouldn't. We're, yeah. Real exactly. quick. One thing he looks tell- cool and he'll sell figures. Oh, yeah. Well, Zenger, one thing we have to bring up, just going back to like Sabine impalement and like Grand Inquisitor impalement and Rava yeah. impalement. Star Killer was also impaled and survived, and he got yeah. thrown out into the vacuum of space. Yeah. So, like, it's not the first time that like somebody's like, I get it. Sabine is kind of like like a weird one to survive that, but we have to say it has been done before. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Chris, going at you. I'm coming at you now. Coming at you straight at you. Do a podcast recording. Would you have been as happy if one of them got stabbed in the stomach and survived again? No, you would have been like, oh man, someone got stabbed in the stomach again. Um, well, I would have actually been happier since they were going to make her just teleport to space purgatory anyways. I would have liked to rather see Balin just cut Ahsoka right in half. Because what's the difference? She just teleported to nowhere anyways. So why does she have to safely push her off a cliff? Might as well have cut her head right off. No, no, no. Like, what's going about interesting, this? though. Like, you're, he doesn't seem like he'd do that. You're going about this the wrong way. She stabs him. And he just backhands her off him, pulls out the lightsaber, and throws it on the ground like a knight would. That's some Game of Thrones stuff right there. I should say that, like, if you go back and look at, like, what, like, Jedi are supposed to be, like, Arthurian legend, like, the idea of, like, a cross guard, like, actual sword sword is not meant to, like, like, oh, God, dismember people. It's there to, like, disarm them and, like, break bone. It's not me- – it's the thing of, like, cutting off hands. It's meant to just – disarm them not to like be samurai sword okay it, i should that's kind of what it's supposed to be a lightsaber i get the impalement like no i'm not gonna argue sabine like that i think that's a bridge too far but i do think the idea of like balen doing what luke does to vader on cloud city he just kind of like knocks him down one level i think it's a stab too close <laughs> tell that to been- those trees it would have been nice. It would have been nice when she got impaled to be like, "Hey, you know, you, you made it, but you lost the kidney." You know, give it something. You got give about three weeks. You know, you <laughs> only got one got kidney together. left. Yeah, you got to take it easy. You have to stop Big drinking alcohol. List. Yeah, you know, make sure, <laughs> make Not sure you that. go to your dialysis appointment, and yeah, you know. Be sure to wear your best car for the next few weeks. Yeah, uh, we're please. assuming that all these humanoid people in this show have the same organs we do. Oh, like man, Mandalorians have like their guts all, all scrambled differently. Yeah, know. they they're they're reversed. They sure. they sit upside down. It's a it's a creed, not a race. Yeah, they're like Australians, right? Yeah. Like Australians, oh my gosh! <laughs> like um, you know, we I was gonna ignore it and just let it slide and pretend like it didn't happen, but they're upside down inside, right? That's just, you know, yes. it's like how the toilet goes the opposite way. I never said that. <laughs> Sometimes so, it's perfect. But so you don't need to go. So basically, you don't need to go a physical door to get into the world between worlds. So you can just like poof into it from now on. So, well, that's what happened in Rebels. That's what happened in Rebels, where Ezra like pulled her out. Like it's again, yeah, he was already in there. I know, but she wasn't. Like think about it. when they're on the Sith Temple in that episode of of Rebels, and he pulled her out. There wasn't a wall for that. He's just able to. Again, I can't explain it. The world between world is a cowboy hat like plot plot device. But who, so who's the active person who pulled her out then? It could have been Anakin. He's not actually there. He's in. He was. We there don't at one know. Point. Again, this is speculation at this point but clearly clearly she wakes up and maybe he did pull her out the same way ezra pulled her out like 
Or Palpatine pulled her in. Or Palpatine pulled her in. Maybe Thrawn pulled her in. Who knows? Man, if Thrawn only knew, if Thrawn only knew that he could just dip into the world between worlds to get back to the regular galaxy instead of all this hardware. Oh, man. But he's also not an evil space wizard. Like, he's... He's also not a lunatic, like, warmonger either. He's just a tactician. That's why I'm kind of confused on why they're going to him. Well, here, what's this big thing they keep saying that, like, Thrawn is bringing the war with him? Like, when they do find Thrawn, what's he going to be like? Is it going to be the, like, like, I don't know. Go ahead and say it. Say the Katana fleet. Go ahead and do it, Zach. Put that word out there. It has to be. It has to be. Like. Or it's just the nerfed uh, Yuzan Vong Grisk somehow. No, but clearly he's going to be the villain of the New Republic era. Is there a chance that they may, wait, wait, hold on a second. I have an idea. May I, may I give a scattershot idea, please? I mean, isn't that what we've been doing this whole time? But up, up, but up, up. What if his whole thing is they're they're trying? He again, who knows? There's gonna be a season two for this, I imagine. What if he knows where the whole Exegol thing is happening, and it becomes that race for that Katana fleet, so to speak? He's he's aware of this armada of star destroyers, and they have to stop him from getting to it. I'm but just once I'm thinking again, out loud. To what end? I don't know. It, oh, God, see, here's the problem. Galaxy is here's, father and daughter. Like, I don't know. Here's the problem. I'm thinking of this from the Zon point of view of Thrawn, not the Rebels. And that's where my problem is, is because the, the Zon version of Thrawn has no Zon. reason to do this. Yeah, but Zinger, what, he's, he's literally the only competent person the Empire's ever had. That's why he's such a game changer. Yeah, but that's if he wants to do anything for the Empire anymore. He wasn't like an Empire loyalist. He was just doing it to serve a purpose. He's a Chiss loyalist, so... Well, that's you know. what Zanger's right. Like, in the, in the Disney-era Thrawn novels, he's, like... If he were to come back, I don't think he'd care about the New Republic. He'd just be like... Unless he's trying to take their resources. Like, if he were to come back and say, like, okay, like, I need control of all this in order to fight my war and they push back on him, then I could see that happening. But again, has it, has it been explained why Morgan Elsbeth even wants to like, nothing's been explained as to why they need to find like why, what they're looking to seek by having his attention. Obviously they know about the impending Yuzan Vong invasion and they just know that Thrawn's the only thing that can save them. That is not. Obviously. (laughs) Those two words will never. Obviously the thing they're after right now is the friendship that they made along the way. Uh, that's it. Taking one last look, sir. <laughs> nice. Cuts it off appropriately. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, so, so Zach, you're totally, you're, you're loving this. You're totally on board with it. I, you're I'll not be at all you. worried about if, what's going to happen next. If I could take the first three episodes and condense it into 15 minutes and then add part go. four as is, there is my first act for, for episode seven. Heir to the Empire. That's 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 my episode seven. It's it's right there. You couldn't ask for a better first act to the new Star Wars movie. Zach, I'm on board. It would have to end with some kind of reveal of of uh, of our boy Admiral Zahn, though. I think you, you have to have that built up because he is definitely going to be. And I have a question about him. Like, how is Thrawn? Like, we've not. He's not done anything in live action before. I've seen him all this. Is he gonna look stupid? Oh my god! Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. To find it depends. Out. Like a lot of this really teeters on. Is we, is he gonna be able to? The actor playing Admiral Timothy Thrawn. Is he gonna be able to pull it off enough to where to make all this worth it? Like that's a big if right now. I'm yeah. No, I don't know. Big if true. I mean, you- from what they've done with Anakin, ooh, I'm nervous. <laughs> Ultron, uh, Timothy Thrawn. Ross, did you ever watch House of Cards with Kevin Spacey? Up until he got in trouble, yeah. And I was okay. like, I'm done re- with this now. Do you remember, again, th- again, we're talking 10 years ago, the guy who played not Vladimir Putin? Remember that when Kevin Spacey and him would talk like in like yes. the – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's the same actor. Okay. So like he is physically intimidating – and Thrawn is in the books very like a presence too. Like not only is he like a 
tactical genius. He is somebody who's yeah. a presence in the room besides but the blue Zanger, skin, don't, red don't, eyes. Yeah, he's kind of like in the books, he's great, but in Rebels, he's kind of just again. He does. I'm afraid they're going to do the competent uh, rage monster. Well, no, but like think about that season three finale of Rebels, where he's like getting them on like what chopper base, and it's the Bendu and all that. He he does. I'm afraid they're going to do to him what they've done to Ahsoka. It's going to be the back to the camera. Someone approaches him. He turns sideways, one eyebrow cocked, and it's Zenger's favorite phrase, perhaps. Like it's, <laughs> like, I have a feeling that's what it's going to be. They're not going to know how to direct him, so they're going to have him also play it very stoically. Yeah. You know what would be great? If Thrawn, since he's been, you know, in a, like, Yuuzhan Vong alternate galaxy for, like, 10 years, like, if he came back and he was just, like, like, like Darth Crate from like Legacy, where he just like he's all armored up with like space alien armor and his hair is like all crazy and he's like missing an eye. He just looked insane and did a redesign. That's what they should do. Instead, he's gonna have his same clothes from ten years ago, just dry cleaned perfectly, and he's gonna look the exact same. Like they could, there's an opportunity for a fun redesign here, where like he's been living in an alternate galaxy for years. That would be amazing. As, as a Thrawn fan, I don't want that, and I would hate that. It's the first, yeah, the first live action appearance of the most like pressed military personality ever and he comes out looking like Forrest Whitaker you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about that would be great what do you, you got like listen you got to pay attention to where you are in the timeline you know like he what's well, he been up Chris, to I think I think you're gonna get that but you know who it's gonna be Ezra. it's gonna be, it's gonna be Ezra you Ezra's gonna be your uh Oh God, George Chabert. It's gonna be that crazed, like delusional, like almost schizophrenic Jedi. He's he's gonna be that for you. He's gonna be your Forrest Whitaker. What year ABY is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, someone actually, like, needs to make a meme of that, like <laughs> like immediately. Actually, there was a good comment on our Facebook page about me, you know, saying the. Morocco was just the friends we made along the way. Everyone's um, using that. And then you did call it. I'm glad you keep referencing it because you did say that. And that has become the meme of the day. I've seen it in every Reddit thread and me. You're welcome. And- but someone did point out um, he's Morgan's Tulpa. Yeah, I saw that too. That was yeah. Uh, that's pretty. That's a, I, I was like, all right, I'm in a little more. I can see that. that I'm, I'm not going to get into it. Go go look up Tulpas on your own time, people. I'm not going to get into it's, it. Uh, it's from Harry Potter, right? No, they're, you they're know what? Big people try to do it. Just, it's big plus, in the My Little Pony community, and it's also big in the witch community. It's a it's a whole thing. You can Russ. I'm going to save us a lot of time. Santa Claus might be a Tulpa. I don't have that clip though. Hey. I'm going to save us a lot of time. Chris, you're 100% correct. It's definitely a Harry Potter thing. Moving on. That's how that's how Sauron survived in Harry Potter, right? You got it. All right. So I guess what's everyone excited about? Question mark? I'm excited for more Shin. I want to see her wear that little Jedi headband and fly that ship around a little more. No. Yes. You know she won't. You saw that? that was a cool little reference. I like that. Giving a little Jedi legacy in there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I don't know where I, – I guess more Sky Guy. They, they already said Snips. I, I already said – could you imagine calling this character Snips and that's the first thing Anakin did? I was like, oh. God. I must have blacked out for that. You haven't been paying attention. This isn't Snips. She's uh, Astoka, as we've learned. She did – Rosaria Dawson did actually. I did get vibes of like vague vibes of Clone Wars from it. Oh, man. You know what's even crazier though? There was – well, like when it was announced that when it was announced like ages ago that Hayden was going to have like a cameo in this show. But like when it was like in production, like he like she Herman Rosario and Hayden had like a Twitter exchange in which he called her snips like, man, the guy was just Everyone leaking the script. You know, he was just read it. He's like, I, I've heard of I know what snips is now. So I'm going to say it because I never watched the Clone Wars. But uh, yeah, you know, and that was a tweet that got deleted. So like somebody came down and was like, "You tweeted the script, Hayden. You need to you need to knock that I think off." He, I think he actually uh, does watch it and go, "I could have done the voice. I mean, why why was I being so picky? I mean, I don't, it's not it's a you know, I mean, it's pretty good money getting the animation. I'm not above that. Like, it's interesting think- you say that. I saw a clip going around that was like that was like 2007 and Hayden being interviewed on a red carpet. They're like, "So uh, they talked to you about doing the voice for the Clone Wars," and he's like. They haven't asked me. Sure, I would do it. They haven't asked me any, any about it at all. And it's like, 
I never, I never saw that clip before. It's interesting. They're just like, yeah, we're not paying, we're not paying Hayden Christensen money five days after episode three. I guess I don't know. Well, that was Lucas. Things like though, like think about it. He did what? He redubbed like the movie with what Samuel Jackson and like a couple of the other actors, Christopher Lee. Yeah, and, and then like uh, after that, yeah. it was just like he wanted like just voice acting. Like again, I imagine with everything Lucasfilm of that era, it was probably budgetary. Yeah, it was always a big thing, like when uh, Ian McDermott showed up, and I know he did a little voice acting. I think that was the later era Clone Wars stuff, though, right? When no, they- no, it was uh, Tim Curry did because oh god, it was what Ian Abercrombie, and then it was Tim Curry, and yeah. then it wasn't until Bad Batch that they brought Ian McDermott into uh, into the fold. Right when they Disney's him cutting in. those checks, man. Yeah, when he. Had- the best thing about this old Hayden clip, well, I got to find it and share it in the group. The best thing was at the end. They're like, so would you would you be open to coming back and doing stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah, I do the voice, but I don't know about anything else. That'd be a little crazy. It's something like that. It's just like, yeah, you're, you're no kidding, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's not it's 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 a little weird. And uh, pro- I don't know. It's it, like I'll be a little happier with this whole episode four ending if it's not Anakin and it's somebody who is actually alive in the world between worlds who pulled Ahsoka out at that moment for some sort of selfish, nefarious reason to dupe her into doing something for them. And that, if that ends up being exactly how it plays out, I will have warmed to this slightly. But other than that, it's pretty much nonsense. Then you think it's nonsense. I I don't think there's any chance of that. I think this (laughs) is just exactly what we see. You think about who was the one person who pulled her out and into the world of between worlds it was with that was ezra ezra's not pretending to be anakin he could be it's That's- uh it's a deceiver it's not him it's gonna be somebody else i don't know who's even alive that it could be but yeah i don't know i'm thinking it's ezra that's what I'm going to do. Well, that's what I'm, Ezra's that's, that's, like, Ezra's like, you know, every time they, <laughs> every time um, America gets poofed into dust, Ezra's the next guy. It's not, it's, it's all, it's never actually Ezra. One thing I want to bring up, this was something that Cowboy Hat Man said back in 20, I think it was in 2015. He goes, there's a reason why I named Ezra, Ezra Bridger. Think about that world between worlds, the 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 giant hyperspace ring, a bridge. He remember there's a it's somewhere. I imagine if you Google it, you yeah. can find it. But Cowboy Hat Man did say like we're talking like I think it's like pre Force Awakens. He actually said he goes I name my characters for a very specific reason, and the idea of naming him Bridger. I don't know, man. I, I have a feeling this could also connect to like Lord Emperor Snoke and all that as well. Who's to say that Thrawn wasn't the one who like was – again, think about it. Cloning was also part of Thrawn's thing from the OG um, Timothy Zahn novels. Remember that, Zenger? All the clones before they, we knew what the Clone Wars were back in the like, early 90s. Who's to say that like there might be the whole like Palpatine vats of cloning might be an offshoot of this? It would connect it to Mando. And are, are we going to see anyone from Mando show up? I mean I guess we kind of have already. I guess that we've seen our limit of that. Kim's convenience, yeah. <laughs> he's the Kim Kim Bridger, but Bridger between shows as he's the only X-wing pilot in the known universe. But uh, <laughs> he's not travel wolf. He's like the Columbo right now. He's just like going between. He's a well-traveled pilot. Oh, thank God, Filoni's not in every X-wing as well. Oh man, at least he limited his appearances. As a so droid, far. though, he should be popping out as a droid in the back with a helmet on back there. Like, that's what he does is with that hat. Some droid with a hat. You know, X-Wing pilots used to... <laughs> generic rebel pilots used to be some of the only rebel characters who would totally bite the dust in a scene, and that's the last you'd ever see of them. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's they're, they're just a little nerfed, you know. But well, Everyone loves but, Wedge. It's like, wow, one guy made it to all yeah, the movies? The like, seriously? Yeah. He's the greatest pilot in, in the universe. He's the biggest hero ever. Yeah, because yeah, he stayed around. R.I.P. Porkins, Gold Leader, Dak. You know, all these guys just, just ate it. <laughs> There's Jensen. like four, like four out of thirty survived the, the Battle of Yavin. Where I want numbers like that again, you know. <laughs> but uh, what what are you gonna do? Chris, um, you got to see the uh, oh god, the same landing space or the cargo bay from a uh, Home One with Lando and uh, Han. It's yeah. the same uh, docking wow. space. Yeah, a cargo oh. bay that in Return of the Jedi was actually ever only three paintings. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. You know when you, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But all right. So I think you know. I think we. But a great level in Battlefront too. Yeah, exactly. But you know, once you once you watch that Return of the Jedi in 4K and you see Lando and Han doing their little back and forth in front of a painting, like it's, you'll never unsee it. You'll never. That the Millennium Falcon is not there. That is a Ralph McQuarrie painting. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's 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 struggling a little bit in 4K, but you know, it had to be there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. This uh, this ending, like, really, I found it very jarring. My neck still hurts. I hope that it's uh, some. I hope it's some generic. Like, we need like some sort of dark side actor who got into the world between worlds, who pulled Ahsoka out for a nefarious purpose, and uh, he's going to try and emotionally manipulate her with Anakin's appearance. And I hope that that is what's going on here. But other than that, that's all about all I got to say. I I hope it's literally the antithesis to that. I want 15 years of emotional uh, tension between Ahsoka and Anakin paid off finally with having live action of them interact and Hayden Christensen there. Um, Chris is a cynical, cynical beast. I love him, but um, he's a little too jaded for me right now. Like, no, I want I, I want my emotional payoff. It had to happen, you know. If they, they, we knew that Hayden was back already. This is so, so importantly tied to Anakin. Yeah, it, there will be more. I think that, that he will be. As, as you saw, the uh, poster I think was revealed today too, to where you saw Anakin very prominently featured, looking very strange on the poster. But the poster's all right. It's a Star Wars poster. Yeah, kind of weird. They kind of gave that away. What twelve hours after the episode debut? They're just like, we're tipping our hand, everybody. The the viewership is down. We got to do something to make or break oh. this show. It's okay because it's not Anakin. Oh my god, monster! It's Anakin. There you go. <laughs> Two A's. A Q. No, it's Sky Anna Guy. Quinn. All right, so All right. again, Chris is convinced that this is some sort of evil doppelganger. Um, Zenger, any you seem to be somewhat positive on this. Where do you think this goes for the latter half of the season? Uh, well, next episode is just going to be a ton of BS of them in the world between worlds. So I'm going to want to slam my head against the wall because I'm going to be like, get to the point. That was like one of the best episodes of Rebels. Why is this a bad Listen, thing? I want to see blue guy with red eyes talk smugly to people. I will not get that till possibly the last episode for like the last five minutes. Yes, 100%. I agree. I want to plow through the rest of this just to get there. Don't be that person. Don't like rush through your dinner and get like Ajita just so you can enjoy like like a half like warm brownie. It is September, sir. This year has flown by. It is my birthday month and I am going to enjoy it by watching this show the entire month. On a loop at the Flatwoods Festival and the Mothman Festival, yes. Bingo. And the Ren Fair the week after that in Maryland. So I've got a busy month. Um, But one thing I want to point out, how's everyone scaling this one compared to the other shows that we have had to dredge ourselves through? What's the point of even asking that? It's it's uh, second place after Andor. Andor. Yeah. Oh, okay, good point. Oh, for the record, <laughs> agree. This is this is why I again. This is like I feel like this is going to be a very controversial comment. But oh, like, God. if you take the original trilogy and compare it to this show, and then compare it to Andor, one is Star Wars, one isn't. Like you can like again your steak at the Rainforest Cafe, but one is definitively Star Wars, where the other one is not. One sure. was okay in the late seventies, and one is not okay now. That's all I'm trying to say. Times have times have changed. You can't pluck people out of the wor- the world last second right before they die. That's a bunch of nonsense. You guys got to behave yourselves. There has to be rules in these universes. Sure. And I'm I'm had it up to here with this felony nonsense. Tell you what, and you better get his act together. And that better not be Anakin. That's all I'm saying. Or you get the who's. All right. I didn't realize I would feel like this. I think Chris is pulling me over. You're right. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a notorious, notorious cowboy man uh, detractor and I was, I get, but I, I do enjoy the fights. I hope there's more fights. I do enjoy the, you know, the, the pair of yeah. our orange lightsabered friends. Whoever they are. And Bailey. Great stuff. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to more and I hope it is. It's going to be Anakin. Come on, Chris. Okay, okay. Hold on. No, no. I just want to point out something. I just want to be real quick. Russ. You're just, you've completely lost it. Chris, you've lost your mind. We need to go somebody sensible who knows 
He's a straight shooter. Joe, it's always a pleasure having you on. Zach, end the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one hell of a way to end the episode. It concludes this episode of Nights of Vegas. <laughs> no, I want to give Joe the chance. Come on. Nope. No, he was right. Zanger, sometimes, much like uh, Chris was saying, sometimes you just got to let somebody die. You can't pull them out between the world between worlds. All right. All these movies are safe. <laughs> All right, type in Knights of Vader in the Facebook. You'll find the Facebook group there. Uh, at KOV Podcast on Instagram. Harass Chris. Tell Chris this is real Star Wars. If you like what you hear, please rate and review. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Please give us a five-star review on Spotify. It definitely helps the metrics. Thank you to N Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. Chris, when you are not defending steak at the Rainforest Cafe, maybe next week I'll find a food analogy for the show. What are you up to? Um, you should go ahead and uh, join the Knights of Vader Facebook group so you can see my uh, very contemporary memes about the Ahsoka show. And that's, and that's all I got to say about that. I've got better memes. Indeed you do, Grand Admiral Zenger. And when you are not posting said memes, what are you up to? I am actually going to give my time up to Joe because I do feel bad about having him be the punchline of that joke. No, it's okay. You can you can go. I was about to say people pe- people know what I'm about by now. Zingness, <laughs> uh, nerd stuff. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> and when Zenger is not cutting the legs out from underneath you, what are you up to? I'm up to saying that it's going to be Ezra Bridger in an Anakin mask and they're going to do a Scooby-Doo. It was me the whole time. And you could, we should be coming back with Wheel of Convo hopefully in the next couple of weeks with some new episodes and a new wheel. And Russ, what is happening when you are not discussing Tulpas on the Star Wars podcast in the Unbelievers realm? Uh, yeah, just check out uh, Unbelievers Podcast. We have our most recent episode out now about the hashtag Dear David Twitter ghost phenomenon from a few years ago. And the show that spawned from it, Trending Fear, a great six-episode arc on the Discovery Channel. But yeah, check out Unbelievers Podcast. Go follow us on YouTube, Unbelievers Podcast. That's That's it. And as we wrap up this episode, I'd like to say that the HasLab Vintage Collection Ghost is at over 20,000 backers, Chris. And, and I am not one of them, and it's because of episode four of Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Alrighty, folks. Good night, but not goodbye. And as always, Russ, play us out. Remember Alderaan! Down with the Empire! Thank you, Luke.